Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Morenci. And this show is better than the promos are. I know our boy Yang's excited. He thinks the promos are getting better. Uh, you know what? We're going to need an intervention. I'm in studio tomorrow. I think yesterday, didn't I like specify like, oh yeah, this this is like the exact moment, but I don't think I, I fired off like the, um, the exact time. Because uh, that was a good story, but not a great story. Like something better had to have happened in the show. <laughs> Besides me saying that they raised $182. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, Cam, what's going on? What's happening, Marenzi? Uh, you know, I'm just trying to lick in the wounds. Uh, another day, another day, buddy. Wasn't our best uh, work with the picks last night. Oh, dude, I lost both uh, college football totals by a single point. Oh, both it's ridiculous. I know, I know. I, you, can't, you can't make this stuff up. It's absolutely brutal. But, uh, hey, we got lots of games tonight. Hopefully we bounce back. It's just, yeah, no, I had a, I had a lot of uh, bad beats and uh, stuff last night. The NBA was good. Got smoked on the ice. And, uh, yeah, all the hard work. It's amazing, uh, the, the sports cap and business. You just build it, build it, build it, and then uh, you have a night like that, and it just kind of, the tower crumbles. Yep. And then it, um, it just all comes crumbling down. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But I don't. You know, I don't even need to tell you to or ask you to no, uh, no, check and see I, what the account uh, says. No, I, I, I don't want. I. I know. I, yeah, it's a thing. Let's. It's. Let's uh, stay positive. Uh, we need more positive vibes. I don't want to even uh, look. I know. But anyway, you know, let's, uh, let's hit some winners tonight. There's a lot of things going on here. A big football game. We got your boy Whale Capper. Maybe ten cent. T- ask him to send some money. Uh, that that that'd be a good start. You know, say. <laughs> Hey, can I get two fifty of the five? I just want to just want to play around. <laughs> hey, you know, it's in one of those things. Yeah, no, I'm wait, I'm, wait, I'm waiting on money too. I was going to send you a text today. I go, you know what? I'm going to wait till the end of the show to check the mailbox because if I check it before the show, it's just going to put me in a, a worse mood than I already am. So let's just uh, see how things go. And the, Isn't and, there a and, postal and, strike? And, is, is is everything yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's all right, Gabe. Uh, there's a postal strike. I know my boy Vince. Uh, Vince Von Visine Vince is a postal worker. He's telling me he's getting a job at uh, Lids, the place uh, where they sell hats and stuff on the side because uh, it's imminent. Yeah, it's it, it, basically it's rotating right now. There's people that are off. There are people that are on, but uh, they have to obviously have the mail go through. It's just not happening at a at a quick pace, more like a snail-like pace with the mail right now. Yeah, I get it. Um, especially coming into the weekend, you need some uh, you need some funds. Yeah, especially some, after uh, a couple couple of rough nights. You said Got a couple it. of rough nights, and uh, yeah, I don't even want to get into it. As uh, we talked about, um, we talked about getting plays in. I got uh, yesterday. There was a little bit uh, of a mix-up. Uh, Corey and Riggs went to uh, the sports book, uh, wanted to get three plays in. It was put in on a parlay, 
um, instead of three separate plays. So, of course, the parlay ended up losing. Um, we would have went one and two, you know, so we, we only hit one leg of the parlay uh, yeah. last night. And then there was a misunderstanding, evidently, of, um, of uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, wager that I wanted to get in. So, long story short, uh, Cam, either I've got to get uh, somebody that permanently is stationed uh, at the window or I've got to suck it up and start going back to the book. And um, i got to go back to the book, like, immediately following this radio program uh, today. Yeah, kind of like your driver. You need you have somebody that's reliable and will pick you up basically 20 minutes uh, from where you are. You need ho- some maybe you get to have a friend there at the book who plays a lot of ponies and maybe that's their job, right? So you can uh, you know figure out what what his uh, what what his situation is and maybe try to get in some plays that way. You know, yeah, yeah, hopefully like, for a cheaper like, price. Seems like there's like 82 runners in the building as it is. Anyways, I got to see. All right, how much uh, how much would it cost me to get uh, to get on the list? Uh, here, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, we, we go, we're going to go to the book here tonight. We got a big football game. Uh, you know, it's weird because I do think there's going to be points, and I think it's going to be an entertaining game tonight. The props really are pretty, pretty sharp, actually. So I'm, I'm looking. It's not like a million props are jumping off the page at me this evening. I'm going to look at the quarterback props. Uh, we'll find some props uh, as as the game approaches, but. The, you know, as the year goes on, guys, the props get tighter and tighter, man. Like they, they, if you look at the Daily Roto prop projections and you look at the real props, there's not a lot of difference between you know. It's yeah, there'll be a surprise. Somebody's going to have a big game, but it's all it's all already cooked into the numbers, so to speak. The numbers are very very sharp for the props tonight. That's all I can say about that. Yeah, I expect a lot of uh, a lot of scoring in this game tonight too. I think uh, Carolina will be able to score on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh the same on them. Uh, you know, it's one of those games though. It's very very difficult. I want to make a case for Carolina, but uh, you know the way the Steelers are playing right now, you don't want to get in front of them. They've been really really solid, and uh, they are the home team. And you know the the home team has tended to do some uh, damage on these Thursday night games. Yeah, short week. Thursday night games can be. Um... Thursday night games uh, can be tricky, yet they've sort of changed in dynamic. They used to be automatic unders. They're not automatic unders anymore. They used to always be divisional tilts. They're not divisional games anymore. They wanted to shake it up. The networks are paying bigger money for the Thursday night games, so they're getting better teams uh, right now. And, uh, you know, we see that with Fox. And, you know, specifically last week the game sucked. But tonight uh, tonight uh, should be real good, yet we don't know. I mean, might not be a great game. It's just that we have good teams playing against each other. Two teams that have actually been on covering roles right now. Carolina are 3-0 against the spread in their last three games. Pittsburgh are actually on a 4-0 ATS and um, and straight-up run. Of course, Pittsburgh struggled out of the gate, but they're starting uh, to, to get into a groove right now. You know, the NFL, everything sort of evens itself out as the season goes on as we hit the halfway part, uh, part and half. Uh, past the halfway uh, part. But Carolina, Carolina been in a bad spot on a weekly basis almost. Their schedule sucks, Carolina. You know, I don't know, man. It's like the league hates them. So, you know, two weeks ago they're in, you know, two weeks ago they're in Philadelphia. Now, you know, they're they're in um, they're in Pittsburgh. They have to play both Pennsylvania teams. You know, it seems just like whatever difficult road situation the league can give Carolina, they do. And Carolina is, you know, taking care of business at times. But Cam Newton's not a great road quarterback. And as good as he is, he's hit or miss. I mean, you you need to hope that you're getting a, he's in a good mood. And, 
you know, Carolina shows up because Carolina can come out kind of sloppy and dig a hole for themselves. But if that happens, then the over is really in play, which I think is the safest bet. Point spread's down to three points right now. It's pretty crazy that it's down to three. It's amazing to me that Carolina a couple of weeks ago were getting points at home against Baltimore. And everybody was telling me how bad Carolina are and explaining to me why Baltimore would be road favorites. Yet the point spread's pretty much the same at Pittsburgh right now, which makes absolutely zero sense. But it just goes to show that people bet on what they saw, not what they think is going to happen. And that's what concerns me with this game tonight, that it's down to three points right now. And there's no value with the Carolina Panthers at all, if you like the Panthers right now, Cam. Taking them at three. There just isn't. No, there is no value, Gabe, but I still think, uh, you know, Carolina, you're right. It's uh, With Cam Newton, it's a mood thing. A lot of the time, if he's jacked up and ready to go, I think they're going to be dangerous tonight. I also like the, you know, Greg Olson's been in the lineup now the last couple weeks after being hurt, and he's getting acclimated with Cam again. Things are going good. McCaffrey, he's been fi- he's firing on all cylinders, and that defense, I think, is a little bit underrated. They've been good. You said it. They've been in tough spots against good teams, and they've showed up week after week after week. I think people maybe are blindly saying, hey, the Steelers are hot. Let's take them and now it's only minus three got to load up yeah not a lot of value with carolina gabe but i'm telling you one thing i'm looking at the dog a hell of a lot more than the favorite in this game yeah the pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh steelers um are on a roll right now and i think they're going to be able to throw the football i know I, I think the game like i said i think the um i think the total is uh the um the way I think to the go. Total is, yeah, I think yeah, the 51? total is the way to go. Yeah, 51 with those offenses, I think we can easily get there. 27-21, 27-24 is a push. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think both teams could put up, uh, you know, I could see a 31-28 type of game, you know, 35-28, uh, 35-31. I think we should be able to get there definitely. I think the offenses will roll. All right, I'm, um, I'm saying we're getting uh, tweets right now saying that the app – is choppy or our sound oh. is a little choppy. I don't know. If I just Yang asked you. I just asked over the air. I just yeah. I just asked Yang. He says he says everything's great. So that's got to be somewhere else. You sound good so to it's me, the Gabe. App. It's got to so be yeah. It's, it's got to be the app. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I you know. I find it amazing I'm, though that for some reason things always happen. Like I'm there during the day and things don't happen like this all the time. It seems to just happen like when we're on. Really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I'm not blaming. Uh, I'm not blaming our boy Yang. I'm I'm blaming I don't know like there's like some voodoo internet you know cyber demon or something that that strikes you know what I mean it's like he does his rounds around the city or something like that yeah and four then basically yeah in between like four and six he's like well, well I better make it over to Thirty Fourth Street <laughs> like that's you know that's basically the deal I, I, it's 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 amazing. I wonder, like, man, like, why does stuff always happen when I'm on? But when you're on all the time, stuff will happen as well. So, Very yeah, I point. don't know. It seems it could be the app. Um, so uh, check that out. We'll, we'll monitor uh, this. Whale Capper is going to join us. Um, I thought it was going to be Ricky Sanders, uh, but it's uh, Drew Dinkmeyer uh, once again here this evening, which is uh, it's always cool. Breaking it down with Drew Dinkmeyer. We'll, uh, we'll talk DFS with Drew Dinkmeyer. We'll take a look at uh, all the NFL games with Whale Capper, or at least most uh, most of the interesting NFL games with Whale Capper. NBA card uh, tonight, NHL hockey, college basketball. Although really, the game is about uh, you know tonight's game is all about the the football game with Carolina and Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, taking a look at the college board, these games suck. Like, it's not other than opening night when they really gave us the best of the best, things have been crap. Like, you look at the games game, 26-point spreads, 20-plus point spreads, 22. You know what I mean? A lot of games, like, good teams versus teams that we talk about, people don't even know about. So, yeah, the, the, the bulk of the matter, Carolina-Pittsburgh's obviously the best game of the night. Even the college football game, wow, Wake Forest and NC State. NC State's a 19-point favorite in that game, too. So, I don't expect that game to be very close and hockey meh it's all right in the nba there's only four on the board you said it the best is the nfl game tonight hands down well there's a full slate of nhl games uh, at least yeah uh, if you like to back. bet uh, bet on the ice you got a couple nba games uh you've got uh, biggest one of the night tonight milwaukee bucks and golden state warriors some late night uh basketball uh right there and uh, i'm looking at the number here right now and i almost like don't believe it to be honest, like I looked, I'm like, really? I got to do a double take, actually, of uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors uh, point spread. Yet, Six. You know, in the NBA, yeah, I see five and a half. In the NBA, you always got to double check, triple check the, the lineups and the injury situation. But I get it. The Milwaukee Bucks are playing well. But I, I don't recall the Golden State Warriors being this this light of a favorite in a hell of a long time. Like, who the hell are they only five-and-a-half-point home favorites against? It's a great point. Yeah, it's even gone down. Yeah, five-and-a-half I'm seeing on all the sites now. A total of 240. Bam, that's a big one. Minus 240 on the money line. You're right, Marenzi. Like, I would have made this line probably even despite Milwaukee being very solid. Seven-and-a-half, eight. Not five-and-a-half. Draymond Green is out. So, Dray- Draymond Green is out. Everybody else is in for the Golden State Warriors. Which Draymond actually is pretty much their most valuable player. At least he was in past years. He's still very critical, but Durant is just so good now. Durant's just like, you know, Durant's like the best player in the NBA. He's on, he's on another level. But Draymond Green is a key guy to be out for that team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Draymond Green does all the little things, buddy, and that's that's the thing. He's like the, we saw the straw finals. that stirs the drink. Exactly. That's the thing. He's Everyone talks about the names on the team. You get Curry and Thompson, all the other guys. Yeah, but Draymond Green's the guy. He's the backbone of the team. He's the guy that gives them a little bit of toughness, too. He does all the little things. Yeah, that's key. That's going to be a key loss there, but uh, still five and a half seems very, very low for a team like the Warriors. They have so many weapons. Well, it's just the maybe the Bucks, are, the Bucks are being a little overvalued. Here right now. I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks were actually one-point favorites at Portland and lost pretty convincingly. Correct. And now a couple of nights later, they're getting five and a half only in Golden State. I get it. Draymond Green's out. But even with Draymond out, I still think five and a half is a little short. It's sort of like football where you add three points for home field advantage, which is we've got a strange number tonight in, in the NFL game. In, in, in the NBA, five points is really three, Cam. Like, they're basically telling us that on a neutral court, these guys are uh, evenly matched teams without Draymond Green. That it's a pick em without Draymond. And I disagree with that. Like, you know, so you're, you know, think you're getting a home court and the Golden State Warriors five and a half. What's the, the odds makers say? Oh, no, no, it's a pretty evenly matched game. Like, five like is the- like three in basketball. That's, you know, four and a half, five points is like a field goal in, in football. I would like Golden State a hell of a lot more if, uh, you know, you talked about it. Portland uh, actually beat Milwaukee pretty convincingly. So on those trips, usually on the on the back-to-back game, the other team, if, if they're a solid team and uh, of quality, they'll come back and fight back. But I still, I, I wouldn't, I'll tell you one thing, I wouldn't be betting the Bucks at plus five and a half. No thanks. You know, in hindsight, there's there's always these numbers, man. There's yeah. the odds makers. 
I respect the hell out of them. Yeah, so do but, I. So do but I. They, but they make mistakes. They do. They make they do. mistakes. They're, they're not perfect. The key is to try to capitalize on those mistakes and not, you know, bet on too many of the uh, the ones that they're not making mistakes on. Because, you know, you just look back, you know, there's just some of these numbers sometimes, man, that it's like, man, like I said, that Baltimore Raven, Carolina Panther uh, number. Toronto Raptors were getting points the other night in Utah. Um, you know, you get some, you know, Portland Trailblazers were underdogs on their home court against Milwaukee the other night. I get it. Milwaukee had only lost one game, but... You're talking about an Eastern Conference team, but still a young team that's an upstart team going on the road into the Western Conference at that and and laying points on the road against the Portland Trailblazer team that was 7-3 and three, just didn't make sense. And, you know, the game wasn't really ever too much in doubt. Portland convincingly won. We'll see tonight if tonight is the trap because I tell you, there's been a few traps in the NBA uh, along the way this season. Uh, but you know, there, there's been a couple of real soft lines in the NBA so far this year as well. A lot of soft lines. It. Yeah, I'm checking out the site, Gabe. Everyone's saying it's the, the network and the app, everything. So maybe I'll give it a reboot. You give it a reboot. We'll see what we can do. Yang says it sounds good. So I don't know what to say. Game time decisions. Continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Gang says we're back to live action, yet I don't think anyone seems to understand. We're not actually live right now, guys. Like, we could yeah. be talking to each other all we want, <laughs> yet it's but. Not, that's not what live action actually is called. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We apologize. As I stated, there always seems to be freaking something. Whenever we do this show at 4 o'clock on a daily basis, there's always some adventure. Uh, they, they always try to fix things while we're on the air. So um, right now we've got some technical issues going on. It has nothing to do actually with us. Evidently it's the Verizon issue once again with some server or some, some feed, whatever the hell it is. Yep. I think maybe, you know, there'll be a podcast up after. I guess our feed within the studio is clear, which I'm aware of. But, you know, as I stated, you know, we could be uh, being heard. We might not be heard, like down, down the road. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I keep up. Well, yeah, we're going back live now. We're going back live now. It's like, well, we're not actually live. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, maybe we are. I don't know. Listen, we're on like eighteen different platforms, and I remember I was on terrestrial radio once, and we got knocked off the air, and somebody started saying crazy stuff in the studio, and it turned out it was actually being picked up, up on the air, air. <laughs> like by, 
like you know, in another in another city type thing. Like signals can act weird. We don't they really sure know. So what we do know is, listen, we'll bring Whale Capper in right now. We'll have a good conversation with Whale Capper, and uh, that'll yep. be up on the website after if people can't hear this live. Whale Capper, it's always a pleasure. What's going on? What is happening? The uh, the beauties of live broadcasting for you guys today, huh? Yeah, we'll oh, yeah, say yeah, beauties, yeah, yeah. Whale Capper. It's not really beauty anymore. It's just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. The trials and, the trials and tribulations of, of yeah. trying to produce a live broadcast must be very, very that's, challenging. That's it, brother. Trials and tribulations. You got it. But, hey, anyway, at least you guys, it's nice that uh, it's fitting that Carolina's playing Pittsburgh tonight. I know Gabe's excited Woo! about this one, too. The old bet at the start when you guys were on stage. Uh, in Vegas, there it was a lot of fun to watch you guys, and now it, uh, if Carolina can find a whale, uh, way whale capper, uh, I'd say you can start sending rent some money uh, pretty soon, maybe in uh, installments. Yeah, you know, I don't <laughs> think there's a whole heck of a lot of uh, hope for my Carolina under uh, at this point in time. They have a bunch of winnable games down the stretch here, uh, yeah. and uh, if they if they win tonight, that's like a cherry. I mean, they're getting to do- if they win tonight, they're getting to double digit wins, and they're probably. Uh, you know, this is a really important game for them in the hunt for the NFC South. Um, people probably look at the Saints and they figure, like, oh, it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to get the one seed in the NFC. But the Saints have a very difficult schedule, including two more games to play against the Panthers. So, I mean, really and truly, even a loss here tonight and the Panthers' destiny is still kind of in their own hands. Uh, they play the Saints Week 15. They have a really nice situational spot there uh, It's in Carolina. Saints are going to be coming in into Carolina on their third straight road game, um, and then they get Week 17. They got to go down to New Orleans, so they're going to have some shots here to to capture the uh, NFC South and potentially get a bye. Uh, so all credit to the Panthers, and and in particular to what they've done on offense with North Turner. He really has um, completely revised his approach from the last time we saw him at the helm uh, when he was in Minnesota, and uh, I'm I've been more wrong about the Panthers than anything else this whole season. And uh, most of it, really, I have to tip my hat to North Turner for uh, just absolutely lighting the world on fire in offense in Carolina, which I did not expect given the state of that offensive line and and how depleted they were at some of their receiving positions. But uh, here we sit now with a a, should be a really competitive game, really nice matchup against Pittsburgh, um, and a lot of ways to attack this one. You guys already uh, get into it a little bit? Yeah, and it's a scary game. I'm I'm concerned about the point spread, and I was just uh, bemused uh, by by the marketplace and by the public perception in which a couple of weeks ago, Carolina were home dogs to the to the Baltimore Ravens, and yeah. here they are. So they were getting two and a half points to the Baltimore Ravens in Carolina. Yet now they only get three points tonight in Pittsburgh. It Huge. goes to show the 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 insanity of the marketplace. And I didn't say the correctness or the or the uh, or the wisdom of the marketplace. <laughs> I'm the saying insanity. the insanity, the, insan- the insanity, and the bipolarness of the of the market in which it's just really such a reactionary public move all the time. And why is the number only three, Well Capper? Doesn't this feel low? And obviously, I'm a Carolina backer. Um, I'm, I'm you know I like the over tonight. I, I think it's a tricky game for Carolina. Carolina, you know, keep on achieving even though they're in tough spots they've dealt with injuries on their own line we can go down the stretch um you know carolina have really just been so impressive 
I think it's a tough spot for them. But why would you, why is it only three points tonight? Like, is it a lack yeah. of respect for Pittsburgh? Like, I don't I don't understand the number. The world wonders, man. I've been asking all my sharp friends about exactly this question all week. Why is this getting bet down so much? Uh, the look ahead uh, at the West at the uh, Superbook in Vegas. They hang they hang a look ahead line uh, a week ahead of time uh, every week. It's really useful to kind of know what that number is so that you can then see the opener and see how they've made adjustments for certain teams. We were expecting to see Pittsburgh as six-point favorites here. They actually opened at Pittsburgh minus five. It's been bet down to Pittsburgh minus three. That is, and so now you're basically saying, you know, Pittsburgh, if they only have a three-point field, home field advantage, which is a little bit of a stretch, it might be closer to three and a half or four. Uh, now you're basically saying these two teams are even. That's that's uh, quite a statement about the strength of Carolina overall, and uh, it does feel too short to me. Um, I ended up back in Pittsburgh minus three and a half here at even money, uh, and uh, being the home team on a short week, being that this is an out-of-conference game and that these teams aren't particularly familiar with each other, I think that you know, tilts a little bit in, you know, in advantage of the home team in this spot. Uh, and if you break down some of the very kind of key matchups here, um, Pittsburgh has a, you know, their defense is emerging as a physical unit. Uh, they should be able to get after Cam and uh, kind of put a little bit of pressure on him. Maybe, uh, maybe even, you know, give, take, take a couple shots. Uh, and then uh, on the other side of things, the uh, Panthers defense has holes. Uh, they have been giving up gobs of yards and, and touchdowns to the tight end position. I would expect Vance McDonald tonight to have a pretty nice game for the Steelers. Um, and then uh, weirdness going on with uh, Antonio Brown uh, getting popped for going 100 miles an hour or whatever this morning in some neighborhood. I uh, don't like to see that already holding a Pittsburgh Steelers ticket. Um, but uh, Antonio he, Brown, oh, yeah. he's clearly, yeah. you know, he's like morphing into like Marvin Harrison, <laughs> but like retired <laughs> Marvin Harrison, which yeah. AB just had the, the, the reputation of this over overachiever, great story, makes it to the NFL. And basically it's like every week, like when you hear Antonio Brown, you don't think, oh, I have player of the week. You think, oh boy, what did he do? You know, and, you know, he threw a couch off uh, off a balcony, nearly hit a baby with a couch, freaked out because someone stole his gun, you know, like, oh, yeah, he threatened to break the jaw of, of a Pittsburgh beat writer uh, earlier in the year. Uh, now he gets pulled over. Yeah, it basically just doesn't, it just doesn't end with this guy right now. Yeah, man, something about top-tier wide receivers. It uh, messes with your brain. Uh, I guess you could put Jerry Rice in a category by himself, but all the rest of these guys get to a certain level of fame as a receiver, and you just kind of lose it, I guess. I, I can't explain it. Uh, but, you know, the, the only other – there's one other thing that I'm kind of woke on that I'm a little concerned about from the standpoint of the Steelers line being so well. It, do you think that someone out there knows or has a little bit of inside information on Ben Roethlisberger's not 100%? He took a pretty well, solid hit against that Ravens game. He yeah, sure did, Ravens but it, and that's the thing, Whale Capper and Gabe. He got he got he took that hit 280 pounds like flat on him, and then he looked ra- like a, he was hurt. And then he shook it off, but some of those things can linger with a big body. I mean, you know what I mean? Like over time, he carries a lot of weight around. He's not a small guy, so. Who knows? I, I think that's a good observation, and you bring up a good point. You got the line at three and a half even, and now I'm seeing minus three either my, to minus one twenty twenty five and thirty. So think about the gamblers not playing twenty dollar fifty dollar bets, like guys who smash games. That's a big difference in juice twenty five thirty cents to to plus one hundred, meaning nothing. So you know what I'm saying, Whale Capper? That's a huge half oh, yeah. in this game when you're looking at it from yeah. a gambling perspective. 
Yeah, and I mean, I make this like a four to six point game, so I'm happy having three and a half at even juice. And over the course of the season, you make over 100 bets in the NFL easily if you're doing, you know, if you're betting a, a bunch of these games. And uh, the 30 cents adds up big time. I mean, you're talking about the difference of, you know, going 50 50 on the year and breaking even versus having to go like 60 40 on the year to, to break even. So it's it's uh, it's kind of uh, kind of something that I try to practice. Uh, getting the best of the number as, as often as possible. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions for Heat Rage Radio. Normally, Yang gives us a back to live action, fellas. He 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 was like, "No, I'm not going down that road." <laughs> he said, "I were, he said I were back, <laughs> back, back, fellas, we're, we're back." back. <laughs> All right, you know what though? This is a good time for us to say hello to everyone on iHeartRadio. Yeah, it's a good hello. time. Yeah, to like I'm like I feel like Ariana Grande. I love you, iHeartRadio. It's always like Taylor Swift and Ariana. Grande. They always have like the pop singers. Love you, I uh, love you, iHeartRadio. So we are on iHeartRadio right now, which is a pretty good platform to be on. So we'll, we'll take it. This, that's the good thing, Whale Capper. We're literally on, like, 18 different platforms. So when you're on 18 different platforms, it's like, you know, 13 of them might work. 15 might, of them might not work. But by God, we'll find one of them that works. And, uh, you know, I guess the <laughs> iHeart app is invincible because there's no problems. Yeah, if you, you've got to tune into the iHeart app right now. Um, to, to get this show, um, you know, crystal clear because there's some technical difficulties on some of the other apps and some of the other formats right now. So Good at stuff, least at least man. we I know. Love, love iHeartRadio. Yeah, there, there you go. All right. I'm just, I'm just heavy hitters on iHeartRadio, Gabe. That's, it's nice to be on that platform. You said it with the rich no, people. Got, yeah, they've got to get you in a commercial saying, I love you, iHeartRadio. I'm Cam Stewart. <laughs> I do love it. Okay, so... Let's let's wrap this game up, and our apologies. Yeah. It's just been one of these crazy days, crazy weeks. ton of stuff yeah. going on uh, right now. The bullets are flying around here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I don't know what it is, man. It's like a couple of times a week that something, like, catastrophic electronically seems to happen when we're on. You know, like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, Internet yeah. shortages in New York City as soon as we start the show. <laughs> it's like we're that electric that we suck that much juice from the grid or something. <laughs> I wish it was that, Moretzi. Like, I eventually, <laughs> like, you just snap. Like, eventually, yeah. it's just like, all right. Like, and even Cam Wilcappers, he's a very, very uh, laid-back guy. Like, I'm, you know, I'm the rage guy in this show. And even Cam, like, during the breaks, he's like, this is just getting to be too much. Like, you know, it, it, get, it gets to you. <laughs> but so tonight's football game, horrible spot. Horrible spot for Carolina. Yet it's only three. And I don't like betting something because what the odds maker is trying to trick you into doing, but it seems to me like they're trying to ask people, hey, they're saying, hey, why don't you bet on Pittsburgh? You only got to lay three points. It's true. It's true. And as far as the uh, the technical difficulties, are we sure this isn't bookmaker sabotage? They're trying to keep it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Keep it. 
you know, you're 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 not far from some organized crime, man. Uh, they may be uh, they may be taking it in the shorts with all these winners we've been talking about, and uh, yeah, there's there's you know, the they're, Duke. They're, uh, they're, they're figuring out they're figuring out a way to keep you off the air, man. <laughs> there's the there's the either that or I see there's a police helicopter hovering outside my window. Oh, oh. Uh, either that or they've shut our communications. <laughs> they're shutting our communications one by one by one. <laughs> this conspiracy goes all the way to the top, man. I'm we're, we got to get yeah. to the bottom of this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I saw it's funny on Twitter the other day. I saw someone was uh, getting into it with R.J. Bell from from pregame, and basically the yeah, you saw that, and basically it was like people are convinced that R.J. Bell gives losing picks, and I'm not saying this to start a freaking feud with R.J. or anything like that. I'm just sort of stating I've been accused of that before (laughs) as well. Someone's like, Morency, are you giving bad picks on purpose and then making money from them on the sports book? And um, see, I, I don't think uh, I don't think we'll flatter ourselves that our picks are that great. But yeah, it's just the odds makers are really trying to bait you and to take the three points tonight. It's it's to, yeah, to lay yeah. three. They got me. I did it. I laid uh, three and a half here. Uh, I, I I did the. Uh, um, I I even they even uh, baited me into the three and a half even money uh, here. I, I, and I guess I wouldn't necessarily advocate for uh, for laying the uh, the hook here. I don't. I think um, I, I actually I think there are more outcomes where the Steelers just run away with this thing. We've seen them play exceptionally well in primetime spots and big game spots over the course of the year. Uh, and either Ben Roethlisberger is right and they take care of business today and they put the Panthers away because, like as you mentioned, the Panthers are in a terrible spot. Uh, or uh, or Ben Roethlisberger is not right, and the Panthers went out right. Like I'm not really worried about the numbers so much. I think that uh, either Pittsburgh covers in style, or they uh, or the Panthers uh, come up with an upset here. So um, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm laying three and a half for for even money here, and I like your look on the over. I think this is this should be a pretty competitive, high scoring game. You don't have particularly um, you don't have particularly stout defenses out there. There's no weather to be worried about. Um, you got a lot of offensive weapons uh, out there, especially on the Pittsburgh side of the football. And, uh, you know, the offense uh, rules right now. This should be a fun game to watch. Well, Capper, let's talk about some other games there. We were going through some of the games with our boy uh, Gamblu yesterday, too. And a very intriguing game. Um, Buffalo and the Jets we talked about. I know Morenci told me, I'm not going to this Bills game. I, I give them <laughs> Exactly. I, I don't blame them either. But it's interesting with the with the quarterback situation. Maybe Allen, McCown for the Jets, and now the line creeping up, six and a half up to seven. What do you think about this game? It seems like a lot of points to lay with the Jets, but uh, it's hard to take the Bills with how many mistakes these guys make. It's true. And, I mean, outside of the quarterback, Sam Darnold, the Jets are getting healthier. Uh, they're getting some of their pieces back slowly but surely. Their defense was pretty uh, impressive last week against the Dolphins. The Jets should have, uh, the Jets probably should have won that game if they get any kind of competent performance out of Darnold. I think the Jets win last week. Uh, and I get, I get why. Uh, you know, you you hear news like Darnold's injured. He's injured. Oh my God! The market reacts and it drops to six and a half. That was the right time to get involved with the Jets if you liked them because uh, now it's going to, you know, it's creeping back up to to seven. Um, we could see Derek Anderson. We could see Nathan Peterman. It's still a huge question mark. Really, that kind of kept me away from this game. Uh, and yeah. uh, boy, that lo- that total is is uh, is really something. Was it like thirty six and a half? I could see that. Uh, I could see that still going under, given the way that uh, the Bills' defense looks absolutely legit. So it's uh, this one was a stay away for me. But uh, I can understand why people out there snapped up uh, Jets minus six and a half because McCown might be better than Darnold. 
backup Josh McCown. Is, he uh, is. is yeah, he, oh, he's better. He, he's not might be better. He is better. He was he was great yeah, last year, so, and he fell under the radar. He's just not a flashy guy. I yeah, sort of he think knows the that team, he knows the system. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say I sort of think that this is one of the. Um, it's one of those injuries, sort of like a pitcher that's like you know starts the game and no one's ever talking about any injury. And then he gives up, like, four home runs, and then they're after it. Yeah, we think something's wrong with his arm. Let's just take a look. It's, it's, I don't know. It's like Donald's been regressing. There's been, like, suddenly, you know, from him being the next Joe Namath at the start of the year, there's been a lot of negativity around him suddenly. And, you know, there's some people who think that he's not as hurt as as it's more precautionary more than anything else. Mm. More I than hey, that. Not, That's interesting. Yeah, that nothing more positive is really going to come out of this at this point in time. So let's just you know, let's just let's just chill out for a couple of weeks. You know, I'm not saying he's he's not injured. I don't, I'm not saying they're faking it, but uh, you know, I think if they, if the Jets were good and Darnold was playing better, he'd be playing. It'd be he'd be able to play. I don't I don't think it's like oh I can't play guys at all. I think it's more precautionary than anything. But and as far as the Bills, who the hell knows? Like you said, and I've listened. I've, I've been that stupid person. That have said, listen, I'll take the Bills with Nate Peterman. He's not that bad. I've done it like four times now, bro. I can't do it anymore. And I know Cam, <laughs> you've been there with me, where we've defended him and he beat yeah. Pitt. You know, you beat he beat Deshaun Watson when he was at Pitt. He Clemson. beat Clemson. Yeah, I know. He's good. Yeah, I long, saw. That's a long that. time ago now, Gabe. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it's a work. Story now, no, it doesn't. Like you can't, you can't, like you just can't. No. I can't. I'm not know? giving. And, I'm not giving any more money away on Bills games. It's and I want to. I want over. to even with Derek Anderson, but I can't trust Derek Anderson. I'm no, a no. Fan. And Derek Anderson hasn't practiced. He's in concussion protocol. And then you, we don't know the situation with, um, with Josh Allen. And Josh Allen's not healthy enough to practice, but he might play the game this week. So we're going to take our first-round draft pick when we're a 2-7 football team and throw him out there against the Jets because we don't have anybody else. Like, they're useless, Whale Capper. Like, you know, like I'd rather you're the general manager of this team. Yeah, well, what, what, uh, if you were the general manager of the Bills, what do you do in the draft? You got to get that uh, offensive line is your key key concern, or do you need to get some weapons for Josh Allen? What do you do this offseason? Uh, offense, uh, offense, offense, and more offense on the line. A real that's the thing. You're basically Zay Jones that experiment. That's it. That's in the toilet. Like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Forget in that. East Carolina, we thought he was good. Well, that's not true. He also they they don't draft him, wide but, receivers. They refuse no, to they for don't. some reason. They got to get help on the line, and they yeah, they they need a receiver too because Kelvin Benjamin, Zay Jones, no thanks. Draft some top tier offensive line talent. Go to the go to the free agency market. Pick yep. up a nice wide receiver piece or two. Sure, okay. I, I dig that. I dig that. I mean, the, the Bills have such a good uh, a good defense. They should be competing, and uh, you know, I think a couple of nice moves gets them back on track. But uh, I would like to have seen them get Josh Allen some more reps this year. And as you look down their schedule, they have some pretty winnable games in December. Maybe if they give Allen enough time to come back to 100%, he comes back, he gets a couple wins in December, and he comes into 2019 with a little confidence. Um, that's about as rosy a picture as I could paint for the Bills. No, no, otherwise, yeah. things, are, things are pretty bleak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's bleak. not waste any more time on them. It's, yeah, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> Other games! <laughs> yeah, there's, there's yeah. just nothing, not, not, nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing positive to say about them. Uh, you know, there, there are some interesting games. The, there's the Saints and the Bengals. Seem you know the yeah. Saints uh, are the are the it team right now. They're up to six points against uh, Cincinnati. Might be a little bit too high here, uh, Whale Capper. New Orleans are good. Yeah, I think they're Super Bowl worthy good, and I think they can win this football game. But 
you you know, to win your bet, you got to win by seven points right now, and that's pretty ambitious to be laying this type of it point sure, to John the sure really is. It sure is. Uh, this plays out in my mind a lot in a lot of the similar ways that Saints Ravens played out. Uh, should be a very competitive matchup. Uh, Bengals coming off the bye should be pretty fresh and should be ready to attack uh, the Saints defense, which I don't think is that great. Um, they're getting some nice pieces back on their offensive line for the Bengals. Doesn't look like we'll see AJ Green, but they have enough other weapons that I'm not exactly expecting that to completely, you know, forestall their offense. Um, I think the Bengals are a live dog here. If there's ever going to be a letdown spot for the Saints, this is the week. They got the Eagles on deck. Uh, you know, they are coming up on. They're playing on Thanksgiving in two weeks against the Falcons. They're playing the Cowboys after that in a prime time spot. They got three really enormous, important games coming up. Uh, if there's any, you know, if a letdown is an angle at all <laughs> for the Saints, this is the week to see it. Uh, so I, I, uh, I grabbed the points here with the Bengals this week and hope, hoping to see a competitive game from the Red Rocket. Let's talk uh, Detroit and Chicago. This is one I think we're going to be looking at the dog as well. Seems like a lot of points, minus seven for Chicago. I know Detroit's been horrible the last couple weeks. The beat down at home against Seattle, they, they've looked brutal. Like, this, this is not the Detroit. And Minnesota really shut them down, too, with 10 sacks in that game. But laying seven with the Bears, that win against Buffalo, not as impressive when we see the pick sixes with Buffalo. You want to talk ambitions, Chicago minus seven seems a little bit ambitious, Whale Capper. It surely does. I looked long and hard at that number before deciding to pass. Uh, I completely see the angle. I wouldn't stop anyone from uh, grabbing the points with Detroit. I think it's crazy that last week Detroit was in Minnesota. I think Minnesota is a better team than Chicago, uh, and you could get Minnesota last week for four and a half or five, and this week they're expecting you to lay seven with the Bears. Uh, Mitch Trubisky I don't think is the, you know, is the, the next coming of uh, of outstanding quarterbacks in this league. I think he's got a bunch of limitations. Um, granted, the Detroit Lions defense has almost no one that can take advantage of his his limitations. Uh, but uh, all that said, it should be a pretty competitive game. Detroit was in a letdown spot last week after trading um, – Golden Tate away. He was a leader in their locker room with a week, you know, a week removed from that now and a little bit of focus. Uh, I could see Detroit pull off an upset here. I'm kind of waiting for the right time to just, um, you know, start selling hard on the bears because they're, they're about to go to schedule hell uh, here down the stretch and they're going to, they're going to have some tough, tough games. And, um, you know, I'm, I guess in my in the back of my head, I didn't take Detroit this week, hoping that uh, the Bears somehow find a way to win against a pretty poor defense for Detroit, uh, and then uh, start uh, start really unloading against the Bears next week when they go to Minnesota. You know, Matt Stafford is uh, nine and one straight up. Actually, his last not, his last ten games against the Chicago Bears, and the Bears are an interesting case study as well. Actually, if you look at the point spreads, I thought you know they've been overvalued. They're, they're a public team. You know, like we we forgot yep. they're a public team because they were sort of out of the out of the limelight for a couple of years. But you saw the power of Khalil Mack coming back immediately, skyrocketing, selling the most jerseys, and suddenly you know the Bears Bears fans uh, came out of hibernation. Pardon the pun, although I did yes. do that uh, deliberately. Um, well, you did, yeah. So the <laughs> the you know the Bears, you know the Bears, you know point spreads have been a little bit. Um, Little bit, little bit high as well. Although inflated. I thought the same yeah. thing last week. Yeah, inflated is the right word. Yeah, I thought the same thing last week when they played the Bills, actually. But I mean, come on, man, laying six and a half, seven points now, up to seven. It's a lot against Detroit. It's, a lot. it's just you know, Mitch Trubisky. 
guy averages like what four point two yards per attempt or something like that. I mean, it's Dave, and you know this. You're you're an analytic guy, Will Capper. The Bears mm-hmm. and I don't I don't I'm not one of these people. Oh, they didn't beat anybody. You you beat the teams that you play on your schedule. Everyone's in the NFL. It is what it is. But they have taken advantage of a weaker and softer schedule. You know, if you look at their wins, they've capitalized on playing some pretty bad teams. They have had one of the easiest schedules, if not the easiest, to this point in the season. Period. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the Patriots has been easier, but not by much. <laughs> it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a lot of uh, easy easy going so far for the Bears. It's about to get tough. Um, I don't. I, and I guess the more I think about it, the Lions is the right side here. They're, they are they have the weapons that can attack the Bears where they can where they are vulnerable on defense. Uh, the Bears can be picked apart down the field, down the sidelines especially. Their co- cover corners are not great. Uh, you saw it week one. Aaron Rodgers comes out of the locker room high as hell on Toradol and uh, just absolutely <laughs> bombed down, you know, throwing 50-yard bombs, and the defense was nowhere to be seen in terms of coverage. Uh, Matt Stafford can do that exactly. You know, he, can, he can play the, the Aaron Rodgers role in this scenario and do the same, you know, pick apart that defense the same way. Uh, and then you flip the script, and you're exactly right. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is... He's winning games in weird ways that doesn't seem sustainable. Uh, a ton of you know, a ton of his uh, conversions have been scrambling when pockets breaking down because he's not reading defense as well. Where you can attack the Lions is in the kind of the intermediate to deep passing range. He's not throwing those balls accurately. This is actually set up pretty well for a Detroit upset. Whale capper. All right, we got about a minute left uh, here yeah. with you, Whale Cap. Before we get you, uh, before we get you out of here. What about that Sunday nighter? Is this a trap uh, with the you know, Everyone sees the Cowboys and all. The Cowboys are terrible. I just saw them on Sunday night. Like everyone's so anti. Oh, Philadelphia's going to kill them. Philadelphia's going to kill them. Yeah, no we way. all know Dallas are bad home favorites and they're good road dogs. Yet, sort of leap of faith to take Dallas in this spot right now. But the rivalry is so thick and intense. Dallas is this is their season for real. Like they're this is it. They haven't quit yet. They're coming in here. Is it a trap this that everyone's jumping on the Eagles, Will Capper? It certainly feels that way. Uh, in all of my years watching the NFL and kind of knowing about bet percentages and knowing about contrarian angles, this is like at the top of the list of, or this is like example one of a contrarian spot to back the Cowboys. I, they, they are never, never this poorly supported in terms of public support. No one wants to back the Cowboys. They're getting like less than 20% of the bets out there. The line has been inflated out to like seven and a half at this point. Uh, it's uh, it's it unbelievable. Like a nice to grab the Cowboys. The other uh, one. I'm taking the, I'm going to take the over though. <laughs> All right, we got to get out. Check out Whale Capper on Twitter. Whale Capper. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, good job, Yank. Man, I can just imagine what it's like in the pit today. (laughs) Sweaty. 
sweaty. I gotta tell you too. Yeah, uh, you've never met you've never met Yang in person, Cam. Uh, Yang is uh, he gets uh, he gets animated. He gets like uh, like fired you know, fired up fired up. Yeah, like we're sitting here, like you know, honestly, I just sort of sit here and shake my head and like get in, like internally enraged. Yeah, like, Yang's like walking back and forth. His hands are moving around. Like I saw him, yeah. <laughs> I see his, his his struggles on a daily basis, in which like systems, people take control of the system when he's gone. Like there's there's always something going on in there. It's like air traffic control in that room. Like it really is. There there he's in a tough spot. Like uh, I don't envy him. I'll put it that way. But uh, you yeah. shouldn't envy us either, Yang. I'll put it that way too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a team. Like I'm being honest. Like I yeah, I don't I don't envy you, but trust me. Like, I'm sure, like, a lot of times people think, oh, man, hosts are the worst, and they're yelling, and they're freaking out. You know, like, it's, uh, it's, a, stressful, it's a stressful situation to find yourself in, Cam, as you know. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes because you don't really know what's going on. We don't know, uh, you know what I mean? There's only so many things we can do. You look at the computer, the board, uh, things, you know. We don't know whose end it's on. We don't know uh, what's happening with Verizon, Gabe. I can only do what I can do. You look at the knobs in front of you, and hopefully things work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's tough. Exactly. I'm not a rocket set. Hey, we didn't go all go to Duke like uh, Whale Capper. We do the best we can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to we'll ease up. We'll ease up and just have fun. Board. Yeah, have fun. We'll just, buddy. we'll just ease up and have fun here. Back to live. Back you know. to live action, fellas. Come on. Yeah, I actually took a page out of your book. Grilled cheese, baby. Grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. I gotta get gotta out. have the Texas toast. I got to get out to the. Uh, I got to get out to the book actually. Oh no! You oh, know what? I haven't. Uh, you know what? I ate at Jack Doyle's the other day. And, you know, no offense, Jack, but I'm gonna hang out with my boy Al. <laughs> um, yeah, you're just you're disappointed with Jack Doyle's. The only bar you like, well, Hulahan's is your bar, right? More than yeah, Jack Hulahan's. Hulahan's good spot, but uh, yeah, uh, Al's has the best uh, grilled cheese. That Texas toast, real thick Texas toast. They slap a lot of cheese in there, but not too much cheese. Just the perfect amount. Uh, good French fries. It's, it's, it's a nice combo. Five ninety nine. Um, Great price. Great over price. at the over at the Meadowland Sportsbook. I get the grilled cheese special. It's not Texas toast. It's Meadowlands toast, and it's <laughs> thin, thin, it's thin New, and limpy. Yeah, it's New York Jet toast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam Darnos. Sam Darnold spread. Me, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It's not even butter. It's some kind of no, margarine it's, product. It's still hydrogenated. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's okay. No, no, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I want it's the butter. Okay. butter. It's okay. Um, and it's eight fifty though. Yet it comes with a drink. It comes so it's a combo. You get the grilled cheese, the fries, and the drink for eight fifty. I'd eight rather have for five. Eight I'd rather have five ninety nine and deal with my own drink personally. But right. uh, do that's we have my goal. Do we have Jamie Heath? Is he here? Yank? Oh, there he yeah. is. <laughs> hey, Jamie, what's happening? Hey, Cam, what's hey, going on, Cam and Gabe? How are you guys? Good, What's Jamie? going on, Jamie? Um, it's one of these that, days is, today, Jamie. Is that, is that, is that, is that Elvis Patterson thing? Remember, remember is that what? Remember Elvis Patterson on the Giants? He used to call him Toast. Is that the Toast we're talking about? Yeah, no, you know what? We're having a hard time. Can you reconnect, uh, Yang, with Jamie? We're having a hard time hearing you. And yeah. I was just going to say, Jamie... We apologize. We're having some technical difficulties today. Uh, yet, can you? I can't really understand it. Yeah. I'm really good at deciphering through sort of bad audio uh, doing yes. this. 
Yeah, hang up, hang up, and just call, call back in. Let's reestablish a connection with Jamie. As uh, Kim, the, the challenges just, uh, the, you know, they continue Sometimes, to. Uh, yeah, serenity yeah. now, serenity now, Marenzi. There's nothing we can really do about it. We just. The, the listeners are here. We, 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 we I hope the, the 13 people that are, uh, yeah, yeah, I hope yeah, the I hope 13 you, yeah. people that are actually getting this show right now realize we, what we, we're doing for we you. We love you guys. Yeah, we, we're, we're there. Yeah. We're there for you. Like, I've been, I've been given the option to, to push the button, the nuclear button. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, what, yeah. The, oh, oh, the abort button. Abort. abort. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I was given permission, like, basically, Cardano's a great guy. And he goes, listen, you're the host. Oh, he is. He goes, you know, if it's if it gets to be too much, just shut it down. But he goes, I can hear you clearly on iHeart in my car. So for all you people in your cars right now, you know, we're doing it for you. But now, now I even get a tweet saying, uh, iHeart shaky, Marenzi. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) And now we just didn't understand a word Jamie he stated. So let's see (laughs) if it's any better right now. What's going on, Jamie? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, that sounds yeah, better. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's way better. better. Nice and clear. All nice right. and clear. Perfect. You guys were talking about toast at the Meadowlands, and at, uh, I don't know where else, but uh, I was thinking when you were talking about toast, what came to mind was Elvis Patterson, the original toast from uh, the, the New York Giants. Remember him? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Toast. <laughs> that's what you said. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you that's go. good stuff. And, and we could say it's fitting because the New York Giants are toast this year already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Jets. Jets. Uh, toast. Close. Close to toast. Yeah, both teams. Well, you know what? Though, to be honest, though, I think both New York football teams can cover the spread this week. Yeah, That's against my, the I, Buffalo I, I Bills. Think, I think so too. I think so. Yeah, too. like the Josh McCown's better than Sam Darnold is, so that that's an upgrade. Yep. And, at this um, point, in his career for sure, I agree with you because right now Sam Darnold looks like he's throwing it to the other team more than he's throwing it to his own team. Yeah, yeah, Nick no, Bowens, exactly. they, think he's a, they think he's the second coming of Christ or Joe Montana there. I might take the points with the Giants, too. I'm with you, Marenzi. Like, San Fran, you play good against Oakland. Oakland blows, too. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right. Both both New York teams could be in covering mode this weekend, for sure. Yeah, Nick Mullins' little Cinderella story comes to an end. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Me, me, Jamie, that's the way me and Cam are. Like, we're, we're not down with these uh, underdog Cinderella stories. <laughs> no. no. We're it's really, it, could be a one and, it could be a one and done for Mr. Mullins. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't even know if he's starting, to be honest. I think Bethard might be back, but it'd be hard to not leave this kid in after he set all those records. You know, listen, the Giants suck. I get it. But Mullins played against the Raiders team to quit. The Giants yes. don't quit. They just don't win. There's a difference. Like, the Giants aren't quitting. Like, people in New York already hate them. Like, they, they, they can't. If they don't try, it's just going to be compounded. So, they're actually trying. It's just Eli Manning's not very good. Like, the Raiders aren't no. trying, right? There's, like, there's a I, difference. I, but I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more, Gabe. I agree with you 100% on that. At least the Giants do put out an effort. The Raiders putting out absolutely no yeah, exactly. effort. And it's, it's actually a real shame to the NFL because all the, it looks like the Raiders, all they're playing for right now is that first pick. And uh, it looks like they're accomplishing it because they pretty much suck right now, and they put absolutely no effort on the field. Their defense quit pretty much after the first quarter in that game. You could tell the Raiders had no desire to be on that field. I don't think they like the coach. They're not playing for the coach. It's clear. Like they're they're not they're not gonna. You know, they don't like him. He sabotaged them, and it's not just that that they're trades and stuff. Like he's he's actually like not calling plays, like not trying to win. You know, like the the other night with uh, with Bruce Irvin. They let him go after the game, but they didn't use him. And basically they said, well, you know, 
Uh, I would like to use him, but he's an ed- he's an edge rusher, and we were trailing the game, and we you know we didn't need an edge rusher. <laughs> like he's just like saying these stupid weird things now, Gruden, to justify why he's tanking. Yet he clearly is tanking. Yet I don't understand. I mean, I get it. You know, you can you can trade players away. You can you know want to get a draft pick, but I'm not even sure he'll be there. Like, what are you paying a guy ten million dollars a year for to lose? I mean, anyone can tank if that's what you want to do. But anyways. Um, I do think the the I do think the Giants the Giants have played better on the road. All their all their games, their best games have been on the road. But as far as tonight's game, uh, we've had some real duds. Uh, it sucks that today we finally have a good game, and then suddenly we've got all this this uh, technical uh, stuff. I think it's Verizon's fault, though. Um, big game tonight, uh, Jamie. Carolina and Pittsburgh looks to me like the best matchup on the board as far as all of the NFL this week, and we happen to have it. It falls on a Thursday. And it's a far uh, cry from last week's game between the the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland Raiders, which we were just talking about. This looks like a marquee matchup. Two teams that are absolutely on going in the right direction. Pittsburgh started out the season 1-2-1. One, and one. I believe they've won five straight or four straight. And uh, the Carolina Panthers are also 6-2, and two, and they're on a nice little winning streak themselves. Both teams are hot at the right time. You couldn't ask for a better matchup. I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I think there should be a lot of points scored in the game. If you guys like to play the over-unders, I'm looking towards the over as a play in this game. And as far as the side tonight, we have a very, very strong opinion on the side tonight. We want you to call that number, 1-800-220-6262. Visit our website. Join our website, vsportsbrokers.com. And uh, one of our brokers will be happy to give you a call. So definitely, this is a great spot, great time to, to get involved with us because we got college basketball no one's better at college basketball than us. And this is a perfect season, right? Perfect time of the season. It's interesting, great Jamie. You talked the about uh, the total. It is a great time of the year, Morency. And Gabe and I were talking about, too, I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense yet. The total has gone down a half, Jamie, for 51 uh, to 50 and a half. And also, very interesting stuff. We had an, a, a previous guest on our buddy, Whale Capper, and we talked about the juice between three and three and a half. You could, a lot of people who took the Steelers at three and a half plus 100 or 105. Now it's minus three, minus 125, 130. And you know, Jamie, when you like to throw it down, that juice could add up after a while. 25, 30 cents is a big number for, for a half point. Absolutely is, Cam. You got it without a doubt. But you're always... When you're talking about that number, that that all important that number three to get it yep. down, obviously you got, you got to pay to get it down. That's just like seven and a half to, to bring it down to seven or say seven to six and a half. You got to spend at least one twenty, one thirty, sometimes yep. one thirty-five to do it. So absolutely, but uh, yeah, this line actually opened up around four and a half, five. It's come down, so obviously early money did go on the Carolina Panthers in this game. So, uh, yeah, three and a half, three, depending on where you're getting at. But if you have to lay three, you're probably going to be laying a nice, a nice uh, penny, probably 120, 125, maybe even 130. Uh, Jamie Heath, the sports brokers uh, with us. Uh, Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers tonight. Weird line uh, with the number sitting yeah. at three, considering Pittsburgh's at home. Tough spot for Carolina. Total has come down a little bit. It went up earlier in the week. Now it's all the way down to 51 I do believe there's going to be some points um, a short week. I, I brought this up earlier, actually, too, and I brought it up a couple of times during the week. Ben Roethlisberger does a weekly radio show. I think I mentioned, no, I didn't mention this on Sports Rage uh, Against the Machine because we didn't talk about this game. Is um, just Roethlisberger, he got beat up pretty good in that Baltimore game. Like, he got he got knocked around a lot. And 
he was saying on his show on Tuesday, Cam, that, you know, he hates Thursday games. He says, I already don't like Thursday games. Uh, you know, it's basically for money. And, you know, it's, you know, basically players don't like the Thursday night games. And nope. Cam Newton was bitching about the Thursday night on Sunday after the win. He was like, yeah, you know, it sucks that we got to go on the road this Thursday. So, you know, everyone complains about it. But Ben Roethlisberger was pretty open, Jamie, in which he stated, you know, people don't understand how hard it is to play a football game three days after you've just played a physical game. And then he said, especially, yeah. especially, especially against the Ravens, coming off a game that we just played against, like the Ravens. And Ben's basically stating, I'm beat up. Right, and you know, I'm, I don't want to overthink this, but I, I'm looking at this. I just think Cam Newton can handle the short week a little bit better uh, than Ben can. But it's on the road. Now you throw in the fat guys, and Antonio Brown gets pulled over this morning again. And you know, listen, we you know people can get pulled over. It's going to happen. Yet, you know, there's been a lot of listen. This can happen to any, you know. Can can it happen to anyone that he throw a couch off a balcony and nearly hit a, a baby? You know, can it happen to anyone that you threaten to break the jaw of a beat, a beat writer because you didn't like what he said about you in a story in a paper? You know, like Antonio Brown's starting to snap. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh, like, flipped him soon, to be honest, guys, because they're it's, probably it's thinking this, th- this guy is basically, you know, he's an incident away from getting arrested. You know, that's the feeling I get all the time, like with Brown. Like, he's going to do something soon. Something's going to happen with this guy. It's like he wants to get in trouble. It really is. It's like he's morphing. Like, most people are, like, dumber when they're young. He's, like, going the opposite route. As he gets older. <laughs> yeah, he's, be- he's Benjamin no, Button no, he really the NFL. He's going it's reverse. Like he's a college kid. <laughs> yeah, it's like I if know. you're Tomlin, it's like a college kid. Oh, boy, what did my linebacker do? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. got in a fight at the campus bar. Very true. He was calmer at Central yeah. Michigan. You got no like, trouble. you know, every time the phone rings, he's probably thinking, oh, God, what did Antonio do today, you know? But uh, the yeah. number to call, Jamie. It's 1-800-220-6262. Again, visit our website. Join our website, thesportsbrokers.com. We love tonight's game. Hey, and what's a, what's a week in football without something going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Every week there's, there's an incident with the Steelers. you got Le'Veon Bell situation all year, <laughs> Roethlisberger. If there's not something going on with him, who knows? And now it's, and now it's Antonio Brown. The Steelers, you got to love the Steelers. There's always controversy with the Steelers, but they do come to play. That's one thing I have to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin always got them ready to play. Very good. Uh, he, Guys, it's, it, it's crazy, Gabe. Like, take a look at this. The Washington-Tampa Bay game, Tampa Bay is favored by three, and the money line's 140 or 145. Tonight's game, Pittsburgh's three. The, guess what the money line is? 180. That's a yeah, huge a money high, line for a, a three-point favorite there. Like that's very, very, very high. Very interesting high numbers line, in right. this game, Jamie. Like the numbers are all out of whack. Something crazy is going to happen tonight. I got a feeling. Weird, <laughs> weird, weird numbers. Well, know. you know, you know something. If, if the betters out there want to take the uh, Carolina Panthers instead of taking the three, like you just said, Cam, if you're going to take a money line, Pittsburgh's minus one eighty. The comeback's one sixty. That's that's really not too bad of a bet, is it? No. Very, I, very I have a good feeling. Plus, like Carolina. It's going to be yeah, a plus one six. Well, I mean, you might be onto something. You might be onto something. Push. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, yeah, yeah, it might, and when, it's, when, it's all, when it's all said and done, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird number, weird game. The, the odds makers you know, trying to get you to take the Pittsburgh Steelers for one reason or another. I don't know. You know, especially coming off the, the, the weekend in which the books got crushed last week. So. They, yeah, they, they clearly have a yeah they have a game plan like I don't know what their trick is they're up to something <laughs> like it they're, feels like they're up to they're something trying, they're trying to rope you in somehow some way they're trying to rope you in there's no doubt about it 
Vegas is Vegas is not stupid. They weren't born on, you know, they didn't make up Vegas, uh, you know, from winners. That's for sure. So, no, they were born yeah, before I was. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, they, and and they're gonna and they're gonna be there a long time before we're gone. Well, after we're gone too. So there's no doubt about it. Good point. It. Hey, true. It's a good yep. point. JamieHeatDSportsBrokers.com. We apologize for the technical uh, difficulties, Jamie. Always a pleasure. All righty. You, you got it. Good luck to you guys tonight and the week, and we'll talk later on. Take care, Cam. Take care, Gabe. SportsBrokers.com. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yang's making us laugh. Good stuff, Yang. I don't know if I want to laugh or want to cry. Yeah, both. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. We get through this, man. We, You know Morenci? Just truck on, buddy. Truck on. That's the way it works. Yeah. No, don't hit it. Don't push yeah, don't. Yeah, 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 that's right. You, Cardano gave you the, the nuke button. Don't touch. Don't touchy. Stay off yeah, the I'm nuke like button. Stay the, off the nuke button. Uh, like Homer I'm Simpson, like don't with touch the nu- nuclear codes. <laughs> yeah, that's the best when when Ned tells him, "Whatever, Homer, don't touch the button." Touch and all button. he hears, all he sees is touch button. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he blows the world up. If you remember, a couple of months ago, actually, I think it was last year. I don't know. I lose track of time, but it was, I think it was last summer. It wasn't that long ago. Um, in Hawaii. They actually sounded like the doomsday nuclear attack warning. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that, like they that was the thing. Yeah, so like people in Hawaii literally were told, "This is not a test." Seriously, it's not a test. Get ready. Basically, North Korea has like launched a missile at us. So I don't know if like anyone did anything rash, like punched someone in the face, you know, told their wife off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, you know, thinking it's the last eight hours of their existence, and you know, but basically, what happened was it was a miscommunication. It was a miscommunication in which they said this is just a test, but he thought exactly. it wasn't a test. Exactly, and, and I remember, remember Marcus Mariota was playing in a big game too. Like I remember the state yeah. like they were talking about Hawaii. I forget what it was. It was like a, it was something like big with him in it too and I was thinking I'm like wow and me and Joe were watching it on TV and I'm thinking great point you bring up like when you hear the doomsday siren or something like that like what do you do like you know what I mean like you probably go do something crazy if you think the world's gonna end you know what I mean like 
what do you do? Try to try to sleep with the girl you never could sleep with, you know, try to rob a bank. I don't know. What, like, you probably have a list what of do you things do that you're thinking. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a good point, Gabe. You can't rob a bank if the world's going to end. But, yeah, just try to do fun stuff, I guess, before it ends. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. What are you going to do with the money? I'd say, hey, I robbed a bell. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm gone in six hours. That sucks. No, I, yeah, yeah. No, I think a lot of people, like, I just picture, like, people are insane. They're like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I've like, just smashing stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've always wanted to murder Marshall my neighbor. Off. You know what I mean? Now, exactly. now it's a good time. I'm going to go smash this guy with, with a baseball bat. Whatever. And it's like, you know what I mean? Great point. Yeah, great point. Yeah, you, you got just, an issue with somebody. Wonder, like, I'd like to Marshall do a study. A ta- yeah, I'd like to do a case study and find out, like, what's the most extreme thing that somebody did thinking, you know what? <laughs> There's a missile coming. It's you true. know people you know, got wasted. Oh, you yeah, know people. You like, do. Somebody. Well, I can yeah. tell you one thing, Marenzi. If the world's going to end, like if you told me, hey, Cam, you know, uh, we got a couple hours here, buddy. Well, I'm going to try to numb myself as much as I can before I'm feeling <laughs> like I don't want to feel any type of pain. You give me something to numb me, and I'm just, uh, and it's I'll go kind of a the weak maker, way to go you know? out. Well, it's kind of a weak well, way to go out because like getting all drunk and just passing out. You don't even know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I, I would like rather go hours, out that way, though. Would you rather three hours that, left or? and Cam's just passed out on the couch? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, I'm mean, just out on the couch. <laughs> the TV's on color bars. Yeah, exactly. It it sounds weak, but I don't know. Would you want to go out in pain? I can well, tell you one thing. I'd rather I'd rather not have pain. I'd rather go out that way. Yeah. For sure, for Everything sure. comes back to the Simpsons all the time. There's the episode of the Simpsons when it's one of the original ones, the early season ones, when uh, Homer eats some bad fish. He thinks he's dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hibbert tells him he's got a night to live type thing. Yeah. And so, like, uh, Homer, spends his, uh, Homer spends his last night, like, listening to Larry King. <laughs> like, <so> Homer's, like, <laughs> That's Homer's sitting there. He's all depressed. Marge is like, oh, it's going to be all right. And, you know, when he wakes up in the morning, it's like, uh, you know, I'm going to live my life like, you know, never before. This is like the biggest, you know, this is the best thing that ever could have happened to me. <coughs> and the next scene, they show him and he's watching the CFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders Rough Riders. select. Yeah. So yeah, from Manitoba they, University. They, they managed one rouge. Eating pork. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's eating pork rinds watching the CFL draft. That's right. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders managed to muster one rouge last year. Hey, Flanders, I'll come to your barbecue. Yeah. yeah there's been, there's been a couple of CFL, uh, there's been a couple of sure. CFL references, yeah, in the, uh, uh, in the Simpsons. South Park did it too. They had, uh, you know, it was, it was the base of Celine Dion, Rough Riders, Rough Riders versus Rough Riders and stuff. They take nice shots at it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. What would you do if the world was ending? What would you do with your, uh, Final hours. I can't tell you I was gonna. I would do anything cool or extreme. Yeah, like I'd probably just yeah, just sit there and you know, get annihilated. Probably like I don't really think you know what can I do? You can't really fly anywhere. Can't really go to any place that you're gonna that that, that you want to go to to do anything. I would embrace it. I would embrace it. I'd be like the nut job, like standing out in the park, going, "Take me now, Jesus! Hallelujah!" You got to, got to embrace conflict, Cam. You know, once God speaks, you know, the tribe is spoken. Oh, I get it. Yeah, no, trust me, I, I understand what's going on. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, uh, you know, it's not going to be. Speaking of which, I'm, uh, I've got a beautiful view. Like uh, I could tweet out the view. Actually, I've got right now. 
of, of you know, I'll do it just so you can get a perspective of the Weehawken Studios, the view I'm looking at. So I'm looking right into Manhattan here, and there's always helicopters and police helicopters. You know, there's yeah, a lot of surveillance I was gonna, tourists up. I was going to tell you that God, earlier. Bro, like, I don't know what the I hell is going on. I just barely saw. I thought, too, uh, I really thought. I swear to God, man, I thought that these these helicopters were going to collide. Like, they, they came, like, closer than normal. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I honestly, because you got to believe, Cam. I, st- I sit out here, and I stare outside this window long enough. I'm going to see something, right? So, I mean, remember the Scully guy that landed the plane in the Hudson? It's, like, right outside my window where, where it happened. Awesome. Cardano, I don't know why I laughed, but it was the way Cardano told me. We were standing on the street, and he looked over. Yeah, and Sully. Goes, you know, that's where S- Sully landed the plane, right yeah. there. Yeah, and they tried to, the worst is Sully's actually, like, does an amazing thing. And then it, just typical people, oh, yeah, Sully's a drunk or whatever. It's like, the guy just landed a freaking plane and stopped, stopped death. Like, leave Sully alone. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that movie, that wicked movie with Denzel Washington. Where he was like, oh, man, that movie's actually really good. Where he was like, you know, he was a piss tank, right, pilot. And they did tests and stuff like that. But he was still even wasted. Like, he was an amazing pilot, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're drunk or whatever. It's like, really? You're going you're gonna to bust the guy's nuts because, like, he, he's the best pilot? Like, so, so you're telling me you'd rather have a sober pilot that would kill you all? Or are you going to have a guy that, you know, he's a drinker and he saved you? Well, I, I'd rather deal with that guy. Anyway, it's a pretty cool movie. You, have you seen that one, too? I know that. that. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they come in there the Great next movie. day and they all, oh, yeah, they coke him up. Remember for trial, he finds, like, the hotel bar and just busts in there. Great. Oh, man, what a movie that was. I I watched that. I was like, wow. Yeah, for basically people are wondering, he's, he's like, Denzel Washington's a pilot, and he's like a hero pilot. Like, he yeah, averted yeah. catastrophe, and he's, like, pilot of the year. He's a legendary yeah. pilot. But the thing is, he's a drunk and he's a cokehead. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And, you know, basically, yeah. They, you know, he gets disgraced, you know, because he gets exposed because people realize, you know, he was just sort of minding his own business all the time. No one knew he was doing blow and he was wasted all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's there's a lot of pilots that uh, are a little bit. Oh, uh, oh they like to sauce it up. Definitely. That's a tough, I saw a tough a, gig. I, I saw a study in a poll once. Um, they actually secretly listened in on uh, doctors, surgeons. Like, people, like, you know, they're performing surgery. Yeah. And, like, the amount of, like, you know, man, I did a lot of blow last night. Yeah. You know, oh, I was drinking until 7 in the morning. Uh, you know, like, sort of like, you know, East, you know, they were spying. They spied on, like, a bunch of doctors, essentially, and discovered that, you know, the person performing surgery on you could have been in a sports bar getting hammered all night last night. For sure. Like, doctors are just people, right? You know, you got to hope... I remember joking. I had surgery once, and I joked with the. Uh, well, I said that to the doctor, right before I went under the gas. I said, uh, "I said everything all right, doc? You everything good at home?" <laughs> I said, "You get a lot of rest last night." <laughs> That's the best. Give him the quiz. Yeah, no, yeah, I know I was. I was like, he, 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 "Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> Your doctor was a clown. No, it's not. Well, you good don't want a drunk bo- doctor, right? That's what I'm saying. It's not good to spell booze on a doctor. Like it's just something that you don't really want to think about. I have another doctor now. He's actually a young uh, go-getter, Gabe. Uh, good kid. He went to the University of Southern Illinois. Go Salukis. Yeah, he's my new doctor. So yeah, he's been a little Your bit doctor's better with a me. Saluki, yeah. yeah, my doctor's a Saluki. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good. You know, he's try- telling me. You know, he's, he's he better cares than my lawyer being from Canisius. Yeah, that's uh, not a good look. <laughs> And Michigan State, too. Sparty and Canisius. Uh-oh. 
Dude, when I saw yeah, no, that, you, I was you, like, you, oh, you, my yeah, God. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God. You're looking at the credentials. Oh, my God. Canisius, Michigan State. For, <laughs> first, off, <laughs> first off, I hate First off, I hate Michigan State, right? So yeah. I actually told him, I said, if I would have known, like, really. And, and secondly, I don't know. I don't, no offense to anyone who graduated from Michigan State, but I don't really think that highly of their, their school. Like, do you think highly of that? When I think of Michigan State, I just think of a bunch of kids burning couches and stuff. Like, I don't really think of high academia. <laughs> You're right. I'd say, I can tell you one thing. When you look at the schools in that conference, yeah, it would be. My cousin it would went be to, at the uh, top Michigan of the list. Yeah. My cousin Maybe you went to Michigan. She State? was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a uh, like a dietitian. She hates me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she really doesn't like me. <laughs> you know, there was I, there was an incident <laughs> at her wedding. Oh yeah, it happens. It was one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's yeah. a family thing, yeah. and yeah. So uh, don't worry. I no, no, yeah. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't, too. we haven't spoken in years. Um, yeah. So yeah, she's a Spartan. Um. But um, yeah, Canisius and Michigan State, quite the combo for your legal expertise. Listen, I'm sure Michigan State's a fine institution. I, I don't know what their yeah, specialty well, is. I don't know. No, no. I just went to the website. It's like. Michigan State offers two hundred to yeah, good point. Two hundred academic programs at East Lansing uh, campus. MSU is well known for its academic programs in education and agriculture, and the university pioneered the studies of packaging, horticulture, and music therapy. <laughs> that sounds like a crackerjack degree. Music what's therapy. Packaging? Yeah, what's packaging? I got yeah, pa- wait, wait. what they invented a box. <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to do? You put the weed in the package, okay, yeah, okay. put it in this container. What, what, what hey, I listen, get a job at UPS? Yeah, listen, Sparty, listen, <laughs> hey, Sparty. Sparty, people are smart enough to put the sandwich in the bag on their own, all right? Like, yeah, exactly. I know to work my own Ziploc. <laughs> Studies of packaging. No, I bet you like portico- <laughs> No, it's like real packaging. I know, I get it. I just, we were just going to take a shot. Like, what do you mean real packaging? Like, I don't know, like. Yeah, it says well, I'm, I'm imagining what man, manufacturing packaging, like they created, like the state of the art. Yeah, like I, good, like I, I would say state what? of the art packaging to save space. What, like, like condoms. Like... <laughs> <laughs> condoms. Like... <laughs> no, just like packaging. Like you know what I mean? Like packaging. You I don't know what like... it means though. Like yeah, they think... make what packages? Like so what? They they're the first UPS store. Like what? You know what I mean? <laughs> what are they making packaging for? Like, did they invent, like, industrial packaging, you know, for warehouses or something? And, like, the early, you know what I mean? But they didn't. I think the Brits invented all that crap. Like, business as we know was invented by the Brits. You know what I mean? Like, stores, commerce, money, all yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what it means, packaging. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of yeah, I'm, I'm going on Michigan State, so, like, what's, I'm, I'm going, like, what is MSU known for? I'm seeing a lot of uh, <laughs> horticulture, plants, a lot of that type of stuff. There's a lot of plants in Detroit. Psychobiology. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Computer and information studies? Dude, it sounds like they're making stuff up, man. I agree. It sounds like you're yeah, music therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go to DeVry. <laughs> Come on. All right. And I look up what Michigan's known for. Oh, a lot. There's Michigan. It's going to be medical school, law school. Yeah, yeah Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan. A lot, a lot of brainiacs there. Yeah, you said it. The, the people sometimes aren't the nicest people there, though, right? Ah, oh, they're 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 miserable. That's the thing. At least Michigan State are the working class. Like they, you know what I mean. The Michigan fans are just sort yeah, of dickheads. packaging. Bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're in the packaging. Like what's what's like Michigan? Uh, what, what's Michigan? 
No, I'm just kind of going to say, wow, Michigan field crops. I don't want field crops. I want the education. Yeah, the Michigan's leading producers of uh, blueberries and cherries and apples. I thought Washington State was big for apples. The Apple Cup. What, uh, what is Michigan known for? Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, thanks. I, I get it. No, yeah, okay. Anyway, Michigan, you're right. Michigan's uh, a lot more doctors at, at Michigan. Sugar. I'm looking at Michigan. Sugar beets, soybeans. Like, what the hell am I talking about? No, there it is. Here? Oh, yeah. well, computer Information Services, uh, Business Administration, yeah. General Economics, uh, Political Science. Now, Michigan yeah. is a good university. Oh yeah, damn right it is. Like you go to Michigan, like you're you're when you if you get out of there, you're getting a probably a very very high paying job at the end of that. It's it, but it's like that in all schools, Gabe. Like you know, across the United States, we watch college football, college basketball. State schools are different. State state schools a lot of the time are more working class compared to the other schools. Like even in Oregon, like Oregon State Beavers, it's more working class. Oregon, that's where the money is. What about Washington yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to Washington State? State schools are more for the people, and other schools they have, you know, uh, I'm not going to say they're you know, not all people are elitists or anything like that. I'm just saying all right, so Michigan level of higher education. So yeah, Michigan the uh, the tuition. If you're if you're from Michigan in state, it's thirteen thousand dollars a year. I thought if you're if you're not from Michigan, it's forty-three thousand dollars a year. Ooh, that's that's a lot of money. Actually, still, it's kind of cheaper than I thought it would be, to be honest. Now let's see how much Michigan State is. Let's compare. Same ballpark, actually, thirteen thousand and uh, out of state thirty-six thousand. Trying to Seems tell like people Michigan's. to go to uh, iHeartRadio there, Gabe, but a lot of people just they just, they just don't listen, eh? Um, <laughs> yeah, like, it's nothing but pot good. shots on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Everyone's taking it's like, come on, like you know, we're trying to everyone, everyone takes pot shots at us, you know, we're just trying to do the I, I like your gift though. That was good. With the guy stuck in the hallway there. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so good. I've been in that situation before, and it sucks. It's and not now. Good. I want to shut it down. <laughs> I kind of now. I just want to shut. Well, I don't even like. I'm having a good time, but yeah, me too. You got the button. Ding, 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 ding. Yang's like, no, 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 no. I want to. I want to get paid for the. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 we we all want to get paid, buddy. It's, uh, it's cross yeah, cross cross my mind too, right? It, it has money. Yeah, money's good. Money's good. Getting paid is a good thing. I like to know, though. Like, can someone tell us? Uh, can someone confirm? Like, yes. uh, how how's the sound on iHeart right now? Are we are we good? No, good question. Because uh, well, Cardano when he when he gave you the when he gave you the the message, it said it sounded good. Yeah, I just hear like, hey, wind tunnel, this, you know, hard time listening. Yeah, but then yeah, you tweeted out the iHeart, and I retweeted it. So you know, we can only do what we. I told do. people go to iHeart Radio, get in your car. Yes, exactly. Yes, Yang. Yeah, dazed and confused. Fitting. Yes. Man, I got to get a bunch of picks together here. Yeah, I got. All right. So turns out, turns out, tune in. Tune in is performing very well right now. All right. See, we're on. Just you know, yeah. Tune in is performing well right now as well. Solid. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions. Red Eaton Rage Radio battling through on this uh, Thursday. Kind of sucks. We got a good football game, and it's what we got to deal with. Yep. It's a cold world, Cam. It is. It is. You said it. I would say uh, I would say we'll take some phone calls right now, but uh, that'll just like the system will explode. It'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah. It'll be like a uh, like a vape pen that blows up, like the yeah, the the, like the pit. There'll be an explosion. Like it really will. It's like combustion. Yeah, it won't won't be good. So we we. Your boy Jazz says iHeartRadio barely better. I hear it's good on iHeart, and then we're hearing uh, uh, Drusilla says one hundred percent less Skippy on TuneIn. So maybe TuneIn. Jazz, uh, Jazz, Jazz likes to complain. I blame Jazz. Probably his crappy phone or something like that. <laughs> it can't be us. No. Nah. You know, listen, it, it is what it is, man. You know, they're trying to uh, address the situation uh, as we go uh, right now. So uh, we got the Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. We got a uh, million NHL Hawks games. Uh, well, college football. Last night I got screwed over pretty good in college football, man. Those are, yeah, I those both, are tight losses. I had yeah, games sucks. to go over the number, and uh, both of them, both of them fall short by a single damn point, man. A single freaking point. Like both. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I know. And I was thinking, no, the thing was Ohio for, was coming back for you, too. And I was thinking, wow, if they come back. You need it overtime, but I got that yeah, stupid you need a two point, safety. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. 30 to 28, it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, you, yeah, it would have been nice. That's what happens. There's always something that happens earlier on in the game that will bite your ass late. And, uh, yeah, what can, what, what can you say uh, about the other game? Close but no cigar. I just uh, had horrible picks in hockey. I can't, lie. I can't lie to you either, man. I swept the board the other night, and Washington scored late there. I needed that game to go to overtime. It's just one of those nights, Gabe. You, sometimes you just look at the board. I, Memphis was good in basketball. I guess our uh, douchebag, what did you call it again, hipster pick of the night? The Memphis Grizzlies worked out. I need another hipster pick of the night. Well, you know, Le'Veon, um, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Le'Veon Bell situation, very, very interesting uh, right now. I'm seeing here that this is gonna get, this is gonna get, uh, this is getting ugly. I don't, I don't think he's gonna end up playing for them. I've been saying this. God no, no, no. Yet, no. He's um, not going to. His agent believes this is gonna get interesting. Basically, Le'Veon Bell and his agent think that there's a loophole in in the, in the CBA that they're going to exploit that he doesn't have to play, and he doesn't he doesn't lose anything. So uh, basically, it's kind of complicated. But let's get in here. So um, 
On the day the Steelers are hosting the Panthers on Thursday night football, things have taken a very strange turn uh, for a uh, Steeler player who's yet to play for them. Um, Le'Veon Bell was thought to uh, possibly uh, report on Tuesday. Now, Tuesdays was supposedly the deadline for, for him to show up um, that he can guarantee that he's a free agent next year. Now, uh, Bell recently left Miami and has returned to Pittsburgh. Yet now he's been spotted playing pickup basketball. Of course, he also tweeted last night in upside-down letters and uh, told people that if you're able to figure out what I just read, you don't have a life and you're an idiot, basically. Um, so, you know, now, according to uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, former player, um, he says that uh, Bell and his agent are digging through the CBA and have found a loophole. So what happened was, once that came out, they're trying to dig now and reading and try to understand the language. Because there's a lot of language in the CBA, especially in this particular instance. Now, the old one was, you have to sign by this week or it went back. They're really trying to sit down and figure it out. Well, that really doesn't tell us very much. Uh, but in the event that a player who's designated and tendered as a franchise player is not signed as a player contract with a club by the Tuesday following the 10th week of the regular season, by 4 o'clock, the player should be prohibited from playing football in the NFL for the remainder of that league year. All right. Uh, so to put in layman terms, if Bell doesn't sign his uh, tender by Tuesday, November the 13th at 4 o'clock, he'll not be allowed to play football for anyone else during the 2018 season. Under the old CBA, not signing by this period would have been a major problem and prohibit him from potentially becoming a free agent. Under the new CBA, he might be able to stay in a free agency. If he doesn't play according to the CBA, the Steelers shall have the right to designate Brad Bell as a franchise or a transition player in 2019. Uh, typically speaking, a franchise tag situation would be a 120% bump in the price of the tender, except if Bell is redesignated as a franchise player for the league year following the league year in which he does not play, the player may be designated only under Section 2. I know this is getting complicated here, but basically, Bell has realized the Steelers can't basically tender him under the new CBA under a loophole here. And it's pretty clear he's not playing. I mean, I think he's just there in Pittsburgh to stick it to them right now. I don't think he's going to show up on Tuesday. I don't think he wants to show up on Tuesday, and I don't think they want him to show up. I don't no, even they don't. think they're going to—they're not going to tender him. They don't want it. They don't want him around. They don't want to pay him like twenty million dollars next year. They don't want to give him a hundred twenty percent raise <laughs> of the of the original offer. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing. Le'Veon Bell. It's funny because a lot of people said how stupid he is and all this stuff. Maybe he's a genius. You know, not a genius because well, he loses he's got a the great money legal this year. Mind, too. Yes. Yeah, correct. but he loses the money this year, Cam. Like Mike Blewett and I talked about this this morning. Yeah. He loses fourteen gone. million dollars. Yes, million dollars. He's not getting That's that gone. back. That's gone. Correct. That is correct. And and I don't think teams next year are going to give him the money he wants anyways, and he's going to have to take it. You know what I mean? Like he wants like seventeen, eighteen million dollars a year. They were offering fourteen million a year, and. He basically, you know, said, listen, quarterbacks are making $20 million a year. I'm as good as a quarterback, so you should pay me basically in that ballpark. And remember, that's what Odell Beckham said. Odell Beckham got away with it, though. Odell Beckham said, it's not right that quarterbacks make 20 and, you know, I'm a megastar. I should get 20 And he basically got, like, 19 or whatever. He got close to it. Le'Veon Bell was angling more for the 18 mil a year, 17 or 18 mil a year, 
yet he's already the highest paid running back at like 15 or the 14. You know, that's the whole thing. They really weren't arguing about that much money. Le'Veon Bell, I just don't think, likes Pittsburgh. I don't think he likes the organization. Like, I don't think well, uh, he's nothing against the and people. They, and, but and they don't like I him. Don't think they he, don't like him. Yeah. You know, they're sick and tired of this, too. Remember, you're an offensive lineman, right? And you've seen what's happened with James Conner, and you take a look at the numbers. James Conner and scrimmage touchdowns fourth, scrimmage yards second, touches first. They're, they're making it a point, Gabe, and it's being successful. At this point in 2017, Le'Veon Bell had five touchdowns to Connor's 10. Everything Connor's doing is better. I know you could look at it and say, hey, you know, it's one of those situations, but Le'Veon Bell's been good for a long time. But what James Connor's doing, it's making people obviously quickly forget about what Bell did, which was not as significant, and he's also got a great story. You talk about it, the cancer survivor, Pittsburgh, all the stuff in his corner, in his corner, makes him look like a better guy. He's not bitching. The team's behind him. It's a train wreck. And the fact that he's coming back and playing pickup basketball and stuff is more assault in the woods. It's like a spitting in your face. I remember, like, it wasn't like Seattle back in the day. Remember former Buffalo Bill, Nate Odoms? Seattle picked him up, and the guy basically broke his leg playing uh, basketball. He never played for them. Like, you know, it was one of those situations. That that was kind of an accident. You know, he didn't mean to do that. But this guy's obviously with the social media today and the things that are going on. He is back him in going their back backyard. to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Basketball. He's, in their He's showing it. Yeah, He's trolling, trolling playing basketball. Like, more, more tro- trolling to the max. Like, that is like, like, imagine me and you owned a company and one of our employees, like, we're owners and this guy is doing this to us. I'd be in the room going, Are you kidding me? So you're telling me he's like a couple miles away from us playing pickup basketball? <laughs> like, like, Gabe, you know what? Come on, man. Yeah, no, tro- you said it trolling to uh, the You're max. playing the this Carolina like a- Panthers tonight. You know yes, what I mean? Like the, yes. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's just the whole thing's a joke. And to your point, I agree with you on another point. Just because your body didn't take any wear and tear, that's another year where you're a running back where they're not going to pay that money for a running back. I hope his lawyer's really, really good because he basically he shot himself in the foot, man. That's fourteen million you're not going to get back. Like you, it didn't need to go down this road. You could have worked out something, but hey, that's the way. You want to make a statement? You know what it is though. He had he he touched the ball cam. I don't want to make the number up and get it wrong, so I'm not I'm not looking it up right now. Yeah. But yeah, I I will. Let me look up the the exact amount of touches he had. It was it was ridiculous. It was like four hundred. It was it was yeah. over the top, dude. If you added up the touches over the last couple of years, like last year, last year, like he touched the ball. Let me get the uh, let me get the exact number. It was basically like a hundred and thirteen times or a hundred and eight times more than anyone else type thing. Like it's over the top how much times he touched the ball. And, you know, the, the thing is, though, a lot of guys would love that, right? You're, he's getting an opportunity to put up stats. But he yeah. looks at it like, listen, you guys are giving me the ball a million times, and I'm putting up stats and I'm producing for you, but then you don't pay me. I see his, yes. his – I see his – that I'm not just a normal running back. Like, you know, look how many times – look, he rushed the ball 244 freaking times last year. Yep. 290 times the year before that. He was targeted 105 times. Like, we're talking about, like, he's involved in, like, 400 plays a year. Other guys are getting the ball, like, 160 times a year. I understand. Like, so, For sure. he's being used a lot. But, but yeah, he's so using his ball terms. Yeah, so, like, like a worker. Th- he, yeah, you know, but like he's I'm working camp. this much compared to this much. Yeah, I, I get, He's I just playing hardball back with him. He's saying that, too. He's basically saying that you guys in my last year are going to run my ass into the ground. Yep. You're going to run me into the ground because you don't want to pay me. You don't care if I get hurt. 
and you're just like a car. You, I'm like a used car. You know what I mean? You're gonna, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you know, beat the crap out of this thing, as they say. So he was. He even said that. He said, "I'm not stupid." He goes, "I know they're gonna give me the ball like 500 times." He goes, "I'm not doing it." And that that's his deal. And he basically said, you know, and if you're, you can understand his perspective in that. Why did the Steelers let it get this far? Because they never planned on paying him. Right? That was the, that's like the thing. Like, he's not wrong. It's just the public always takes side of the team because they'll look at an individual as greedy and stupid. But he's not wrong. Steelers, but he's also, come on, Gabe. He's also, yeah, he had a contract. Now, like, like, he like, has a like contract. A I get it. No, no, you're right. You know what he should have done? I hate to say it, is what Marshall Fox said he should have done. He should have showed up and just gotten hurt. Right? Yeah. Just sort of said, all right, you guys don't really care about me, and I'm not 100% right now, and just sort of mess with them a bit, send a message. You know, when it's all said and done, this is irrelevant, you know? He's going to be a rich man in the future, and whether he gets, you know, $128 million or $142 million, does it really affect our lives, right? For sure. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying yeah, yeah, you bring up a good point. Like, there's so much ill will there's like it was a situation that started off. I remember back in the day with you and Ned Gamble, like you know that was that was some great radio, and you guys both brought up some really good points to the table. At that point, did we actually even comprehend or could fathom that it would be this bad? Like at this point now, that's the thing. And going into a city and playing pickup basketball and trolling the team you're on, it's like it's getting to a point. It's just like obviously now they've gone too far. There's no, nothing, nothing you could do. You don't need this guy anywhere near the team. It's actually, you know, the closer he gets, the worse it's going to get. You said it, Gabe. Somewhere else. I, I wonder what kind of deal he's going to get, though. It's going to be very interesting to find out what the market will bear for Levy and Bell. I, I, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be very interesting. I wouldn't want to lose $14 million of these guys that, with, with the career lifespans they have. Hey, I know it's a, a, a lot of money, but they, they look It'll be attractive. a little bit differently. It'll yeah. be attractive to other teams because of that. There's no, yes. no disputing it that, you know what, he's only 26 no. years old, too. He's not old. Yeah. So he's yeah, 26. Anyway, Peterson's still running the damn ball. So, yeah. Yeah, he's, he'll he's, be, you know, 27 or whatever going into the year next year. There's 30s to cut off. Like, he's got three, four more years here and maybe more because he just saved a year, right? Like, he's got a good three, four years in him of high-level football still, I believe. The only thing is, like, the, you know, so you, all right, you'll have a couple of GMs and a couple of coaches will say, you know what, I like this guy. He's really good. And he's even fresh. He's not beat up. Yet, you're still not getting the money back. You're still just getting a contract. You know what I mean? You still would have gotten a contract yes. anyways. Like That's you're the not, thing. you know, you're not getting an extra. Just take fourteen. Listen, it's take only fourteen million and burn it because that, yeah. But you will get a contract after that. But this money's gone. Like that's just like see. Ya, he must legitimately gone. believe though. He must and his people must legitimately believe that they're going to get a longer contract because of it. They probably think, you know, like I said, everyone thinks they're dumb. And that was his point of his tweet, upside down. He basically he basically stated, you know, I don't need your advice. And, you know, I've been there before. You know what I mean? Like people always telling people that have zero experience in something or telling people what to do in things is something that's always, like, upset yeah, me, too. It's, a, it's annoying. Exactly. If you don't know what, yeah, per, what like, people let, are dealing with, yeah. I understand. Le'Veon Bell's already a millionaire. He doesn't need some jackass that, you know telling him what to do with his finances. You know, he's already rich. He's going to be rich. He doesn't need, and he basically said that. I don't need your advice. I don't need, like, your help. I don't need, you know, I don't need, you know, oh, I'm doing this and, you know. And he basically stated, none of you know 
what you're talking about, essentially. And if you have time to figure out what I just said, I just proved my point. You know, like he, he sent, you know, it was very, very clever, actually. <laughs> and it is. It's a complicated situation. You know, and just because every other player in the NFL has been played by the team and he's just sort of playing the back right now, you know, I don't know if he's the worst guy in the world ever, but there's no doubt that it's a polarizing situation. Connor is a likable guy who beat cancer. So it's the it's the total opposite, right? In in the eyes of people, you've got a guy who's just sort of greedy and spoiled in their opinion, and a guy comes in and beat leukemia and uh, is running the football the same. You know, I think you know, I don't think he's ever going to play for them again. But I don't. No, I'm actually not. I'm not shocked, Cam, that it's gotten this far. Actually, I was one of the few people I said earlier in the year. I said Le'Veon isn't playing around. Like he's not just going to. Remember people, oh, he'll report by the opening day. Oh, he'll report by week four. I kept saying, no, I don't, I'm not sure he will. I think he really doesn't like them for real. I think he, there's big resentment there with him. Yes. Oh, they're not big resentment. That's it. All, all you got all you got to do is like obviously look at the trolling in the situation, Marantzi. Like he's not just like quietly, you know, going about his business and stuff. He's making it sure to know I am here at this this point. I am in Pittsburgh. This is what's happening right now. I'm going to play basketball. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah. You said it. He means business, and obviously the the relationship with them it's torn. It's done. It's not. It's 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 over. It's never. It can't be fixed. We've gone too far. I just want to see uh, what kind of deal he's going to get. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what kind of money he's going to get on the on the open market once this is all over with. Yeah, you believe you. So you believe? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, what do you think? A four or five year deal till the end of his career. Yeah, he'll get like a. Uh, he'll probably get five years from somebody, but a bad team, maybe. Miami Dolphins. Yeah, we still got Frank Gore think- there with the Drake. New York, uh, well, Frank Frank Gore is like yeah. 90 years old. That's man. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Frank Gore's still playing football amazingly, too. Guy's uh, pretty impressive to still be in the league at that age. Be a good fit with the uh, New York New York Jets. Yes. San Francisco Big 49ers. Go, go, go along with Jimmy G. They need the a Niners. Bounce.